Hey guys, Sklar Brothers here with Dan Van Kirk. Yes. From Dumb People Town, and we've got Adam from Adam Ruins Everything. Adam Conover on the show this Hello. week. Hello. Good time in Dumb People Town, right? I mean, you like to make people smarter. When they finish watching your show That's what and try to do. listen to your podcast, they try and be smarter. We are going to not be focusing on those people in this, <laughs> in this episode. No, but we are going to focus on possibly the greatest eyewitness to any one of our stories. Mulver. 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 The first story Mulver. has one of the greatest Dumb People Town characters everywhere ever and he didn't actually do anything wrong <laughs> check it out Allie just said, let's pray. Let, let us pray. Let us pray. Let's pray to let us. Barahata, I'm annoyed. Does Is that what Barahata means? No. It means I'm annoyed. <laughs> That'd be great if every Hebrew prayer was like, ugh, this like, listen, everyone. I've got something to say. I always, did you ever hear the prayer, blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus? We no. had to say that when I was a kid. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, I always pictured like a Carmen Miranda hat in the womb of Mother Mary. The womb part I didn't know. Blessed is the Lord our God. Like I know that one, but I didn't know it was about like the in like well the Jewish part is like let's not talk about her fucking womb because that didn't happen. We pretty much talked about placenta. It's like blessed be <laughs> her bloody placenta. Blessed be the placenta tacos post birth. Oh, placenta planinis. Are we going? Oh, we're going. Oh, I guess we're going. To hell? <laughs> yes. Would you... Okay, question. If you... Yeah. If your doctor was like, if you eat your placenta, <sighs> it'll help your baby or whatever the fuck. Would you do it? If I ate my... How would it help my baby? Like, my baby would be, like, smarter and, like, less of a less of a dickhole well, later Well, here's the in thing life. is, like, nutritionally, but then if you fuck it up because you just sit in front of the TV all day, your placenta ain't gonna help, Right. This was a this was a yes or no question, and I averted it by asking you another question, <laughs> and then I went in another direction because the answer is, I would I'm I would probably do it. I would you probably would. do the thing where they take the placenta, they whisk it away in a limousine after you give birth, and then they freeze dry it. <laughs> they do they, that. like they they walk it into the hotel and they're like no pictures, no pictures. <laughs> oh. And then they freeze dry it and they make it into pills. Uh, pills are fine. Pills are fine. You but those not- motherfuckers who were like, I made a barbecue taco and I had a party around it. God, you will not catch me chewing through a placenta panini. Like, that's got to be like the worst squid you've ever had. <gasps> <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, that's disgusting. Oh, God. Is the placenta the the shell of the taco? Like, is it the flour tortilla or is it the filling? Calamary of Jesus. No. And like, what do you... Um, no, I think, so it's, many I think it's shredded like... I think Let us do it. Have we oh. alienated all of our listeners? Do we have listeners? No. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this, Georgia? Uh, Georgia Hartshark. This is full screen. No, no it's not. No, Did it's you see not. someone email us and was like, I'm really glad you're not doing full screen anymore. Yeah, I printed it that. it cold. I agreed and I printed that out and I rubbed that email on my body because I agreed with it. <laughs> I kind of wanted to be like, fuck you to her. But I also want to be like, yeah, no, I know. We felt that way, too. We haven't done a solo episode of Slumber Party with Allie in Georgia, which is what you're listening to. Oh, my God. You're right. We haven't done one that has made it to air. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, you know why? Because Stephen Ray Morris wasn't there and I was in charge of recording things. Let's have everyone say hello to Stephen Ray, Stephen Morris, Ray Morris of the Percast. Oh, hi. Hi, Stephen. Hi. I'm having an It's It's for the first time. Stephen is having his first It's It. And he loves I it. I don't know how to eat this without making noise. So oh. it'll be interesting. You can't. You can put it in the freezer again and you can eat it when you... Yeah, yeah. Let's do Just that. Just crinkle it up. You know yeah. what? Crinkle it up. We started this Slumber Party episode with prayers about wombs. So you can crinkle if you need to crinkle. Yeah. That's your business. Yeah. So It's It is our fa- like where well, This isn't an ad. The mm-hmm. ads are actually being paid for. Yeah. This is a fucking sa- sandwich, ice mm. cream sandwich that Allie and I have enjoyed since we were children. Oh, It's It's. There's nothing Ugh. like them. Fuck, man. There's no placenta in them. <laughs> That's the best thing about but them. But what if there was? Oh, okay. Backtracking oh. just a little bit. This is Slumber Party with Allie and Jordan. Oh, hi. If you're listening. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, hi. Uh, we don't have to do the full screen episodes anymore. No. So it's back to basics. 
It's me and Georgia in an apartment. Sometimes we have a guest today. Do we? Nope. Nope. The tagline is, we don't give a goddamn, we don't give a fuck. That's our new tagline. Oh, oh my God. Okay. We don't give a goddamn, we don't give a fuck. It's not a thing. We can sing it or say it? Yeah. Okay. I like that. Because not only does it damn God, there's also fucks in it. My thing was like, post-election, mm-hmm. we can't go back to interviewing like like friends. Mm-hmm. Like our last pre-election inter- like podcast with Tom Sibley, who's the sweetest baby angel of all time. Oh, so it was majestic. a f- really fun, light episode because we all thought everything would be okay. Yeah. He reminds me of like if a unicorn had a baby. But it was st- still totally tender. Totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's not like a majestic galloping unicorn. He's a baby one. You're not going to ask him politi- his political views. No. But that was Tom Sibley. We did that last week. Then we had Aaron Gibson on. Yeah. And now it's solo. So we don't do the full screen episodes anymore. No. I think we're going to scrub them off our feed. Because <laughs> we just... I think we have scrubbed them off our feed. <laughs> They're just kind of not really us. And there's some good... The problem is there's some good guests. Like, we were able to sneak in some good people. Yeah, we'll have them back. We'll just have to do... Yeah, we'll have to do them we'll again. We'll have them back. And then, then the election happened to our hearts and our bodies and our whole areas. And our literally, the election happened to our buttholes. Like, it could change what we're allowed to do with our buttholes. Sodomy? Every one of us. Come I think sodomy is still pretty much illegal, which is a shame. You should be able to put whatever you want up your butt any time. If it's your butthole, you should be able to cozy up whatever you want in there. Steven's taking a note, which means you just said something funny. Oh, no. I can tell. He's no, you know what? He's like note to self, cozy some shit up my butthole. <laughs> He's just taking life notes. Yeah. He's going to like have a book at some point of like Allie and George's life notes and we don't get any of the fucking royalties. Oh, I never. <laughs> yes, I was just writing good advice. Steven, I want you to. Like I want you to fuck us over and get yours. Yeah, you should fuck us over. <laughs> the gospel according to slumber. We don't know what we're doing. Yeah. I want to know what you learned though. Did you learn anything? Yeah. <laughs> I did learn a thing. Tell me what you learned. All right. Bring it up. Okay. So over the weekend, I went to Chicago with my mom and her boyfriend. Yes. And we went like a little vacation. And and also the Chicago Podcast Festival. That was amazing. How many people in the theater for My Favorite Murder? Like 900 something. Oh my God. It was amazing. Did you have diarrhea beforehand? No, weirdly not. You know, I'm constipated all the time. Um, We, you know, we hung out with my mom and her boyfriend who's like, He's like a stepdad without the commitment mm-hmm. issues, <laughs> without commitment, with commitment phobia. Uh, so we hung out with them a lot, but I had to be like, don't talk about politics, whatever the fuck. Yeah. So there's like a moment we're having like brunch and we're talking and we're talking about like uh, psychotropic drugs and what we've done and not done and all this shit. And then my, the conversation turned to my dad, who I had known like when he was in high school here in Los Angeles, like... Someone had slipped him LSD and he lost his mind and had to call an ambulance and take it to the hospital. Oh, that's such a like party foul. I know. And I was like, oh, that's got it. Like to not know what's going on. And my mom brought it up. I'm like, you know, Marty had to had to call 911. And I was like, well, he didn't know that it had been given to him. And she looked at me like, oh, honey. Are you serious this whole time? This whole time I had this innocent thing of like, someone gave my dad LSD and he didn't know what was happening. No, my dad's fucking took. Oh, my, my dad didn't. He knows I've done math and he wouldn't admit to me. Why didn't he admit that he wanted to dabble with the doses? Because he's a parent. That, but, that, but then that makes him a lying. Apparently he's a parent. Apparently they all lie. That is. So how many years have you believed this? He told me when I was like 16. Oh my God. So Dad. Like five years. No, it, it was just like, it was one of those things that you have in your life. Where you're like, oh, why do I believe yeah. that this whole time? Like the time my hamster froze to death and then it thawed out and came back to life. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah. I told that story to incredulous listeners at dinner parties for three decades. Oh my God. I found out like a couple years ago that like, oh no. No, no, no. I had this. Uh, uh, so Elijah mm-hmm. is the spirit during um, fucking some Jewish holiday that like comes in <laughs> and like, and like you leave a glass of wine out for Elijah because it's like the spirit. And I, every morning afterwards, I'd wake up and be like, he drank the wine. Oh my God. And it wasn't until I was adult and like told that at a party and some girl who's Jewish too looked at me like, 
you're a fucking idiot. And was like, oh, my mom is an alcoholic and she drank it. I did not realize. Oh, no, you had like a, like you had like a poltergeist alcoholic. Yeah. So, I mean, Elijah is essentially a ghost. Yeah. Do you think that that informs your belief in ghosts? No. Elijah, like, didn't make you believe that ghosts didn't exist because you found out it was all a religious construct? Well, I guess once in a, like, a biblical thing that, like, exists in history, it's different than, like, a ghosty ghost that's like, I'm mad about the Civil <laughs> War. Ghosty ghost. I'm a man angry, like, I lived here, now you live here, and I'm pissed about it. Like, what? Shut up. I don't know. Turf wars are real, though. <laughs> Imagine if uh, on that holiday you just saw a weird floating bag of wine walking through your house and you're like, that's see-through clear, Elijah. I him coming through the door and so I mean, it's so creepy. Oh, yeah. It's super creepy. But I had a baby and I named him Elijah. That would st- I think it would take a lot for people to make the connection of like, is your baby a ghost? Shoes would be like, wink and nod, motherfucker. Get it. And you're like, oh, I poured some wine for baby Elijah and it got drunken. <laughs> Oh, damn. All, All right. of our parents were drunk when they were pregnant with us. What did you learn? Oh, my God. Right. Aside from the world is ending. Oh, well, the world's 100% ending. This year, so many, so many years, I've been like, apocalypse, schmockalypse. I'm like, You've I was been like. so sweet. It's been so sweet for you. It must be harder for you than it is for me. Because I'm like, because I had faith. Yeah. No, we knew. I had faith in people this whole time. I was like, we're not going to fuck this up again, you guys. Oh, that's so sweet. That's real, real dumb. I'm like, I'm a person. No, that sounds nice. You had a nice time and I'm happy for you. Like, I didn't get that. It's just over. I'm a person who has never gotten the water cup and put Sprite in it at a Taco Bell. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm a, I am a human being that's like. And you think everyone else is too. Yeah. I'm like, well, that would be wrong. Well, I don't do that either, but I also am not a neo-Nazi who's a piece of shit and wants to fucking <laughs> kick any kind of any kind of non-white person out of our fucking the country that it's not our country, it's their country. It's follow. We're all immigrants. Everyone go fuck yourself. Everyone go fuck yourself. You know what I'm really mad about? I'm really mad that they are highlighting how dapper some of these neo-Nazis are. Dapper? Yeah, they're like, but look at how fashionable they are. Are you fucking kidding me? Not kidding. Headlines. Headlines on uh, on Mother Jones, on LA Times. Mother like, Jones? Look at this. Look at these, these no. dapper fops who are leading the alt-right movement. Where and have all the journalists gone? I honestly think that they have, they've priced them out and they only have like, they've taken like weird bags of slime with arms who are typing. Like, I don't even think it's human beings typing anymore. I want to smash shit yeah. so bad. Not to mention this sets us back on men dressing well, like 50 years. No men are going to dress well now because they're going to associate with the alt-right. You know what's fine? What? Men not dressing well. Well, yeah. But not being fucking racist, homophobic pieces of shit. That's true. Men being feminists and dressing like shit, I'm fine with you. Yeah, I do like it when they smell kind of good, though. Like their own BO or like cologne? Either way. Aftershave is nice because they didn't yeah. try, you know what I mean? Yeah, they just dabbed it. Yeah, like they like they just, or like, not even aftershave, but like um shaving cream. Yeah. Or like, I didn't even, I just had to use this thing. Yeah. And, and I happen to smell, to smell good. good. Yeah. That's honey. Unison. <laughs> okay, you want to hear what I heard? W- want to hear what I heard? Sure. Here, want to learn what I heard? Okay. I always do. I want to learn what you heard. Okay. So, uh, you know how there's Celsius and Fahrenheit? Yes. Okay. Fahrenheit. Who uses Fahrenheit? What countries? Ray Bradbury. That's the answer. That is the end of... Shut up! No, that's not true. <laughs> Fahrenheit. Who uses Fahrenheit? Uh, German Russia? You would think, right? I thought like half the world. Denmark. It's a good guess. And I'll tell you why. But here's the deal. Like, the United States and like Honduras are like the only people that use Fahrenheit. Okay. Everyone else is on Celsius. But I found out... We think we're so much fucking better than everyone. Idiots. And do you know what? We're idiots. We're not. No, we're dummies. Look at us. Look at our president. Look at our president. Our president is Obama. I don't want to talk anymore. That's true. That our president. We elected a hot dog. I think something's going to happen. Do you think something's going to happen? Yeah, I think something's going to happen. Do you think so? Yeah, I think something's going to happen. I think something's going to happen and it's going to get overturned and the the rioting and angriness that's going to happen is going to be better than what would have happened in four years of him being pregnant. Whoa. With our country. Pregnant with injustice. Yeah. (laughs) Um, 
I wish that Let's happens. Let's get back to that. Go God, on. I wish that happens. Okay, so this guy, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit was named after Daniel Gabriel Fahrenheit. And... It's a real name? Daniel Gabriel Fahrenheit. He Elijah was, Fahrenheit. You're going to like this, though. He was a physicist, engineer. He was a glass blower. Ooh. He invented the mercury and glass thermometer. Aww. But two things about him that are interesting. Well, the main thing that's interesting about him. Two things that are interesting. Tell me both. Number one. He got his start because his parents died when he was young. In 1701, both of them ate poisonous mushrooms and died. On purpose? No. <gasps> they just were like, this so good. Uh, and they fucking died. Don't do it. His parents died of eating mushrooms. And then that he be, had to become an apprentice. And that's how he invented the Fahrenheit scale and mercury. Becoming an apprentice is today's you're a foster child. You're a foster child and an intern, but you don't get any credits. Yeah. And maybe you get dysentery. Yeah. The other thing that you is don't get a fucking thing named after you. No, you don't get anything named after you. Do you want to know what's cool about Fahrenheit, though? Sure. He was born in the city of Danzig. (gasps) I thought you were like... Tell them I'm air guitaring right now. Is that the Seinfeld theme? (laughs) (laughs) Toss salads and scramble eggs. That's all I got. But his parents died eating mushrooms. That's amazing. And he was born in Danzig. Let's go to Danzig right now. What do you think is happening in Danzig? I'm in Danzig's house. Oh, you mean Glen Danzig or Danzig in in Europe? Either I think, one. You know what's interesting about right now? It's everything's it's, the worst. Everything's the worst. It's before it's a couple days before Thanksgiving. We're going to put this out soon. And mm-hmm. the right now on planet Earth, there's someone farting in a bathtub. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Someone over fifteen. 20 years no, old. There's tons of people farting in a bathtub right now. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. I just think Did you shit in the bathtub when you were a kid? I don't never floated one of those. I've never launched a torpedo in there, but I, I understand people with kids. It's like that's part of the deal. Sounds gross. You hung out with a baby today. How was that? It was so cute. Cute? It was a good baby. Here's the thing. Um, my friends Derek and Raquel created the best baby, and now everyone could stop trying. He's really annoying. Nice. He's really nice, this baby. He's just chill. He's cool. Your nephew is... You've got good nephews, oh, though. Oh, dude. But yeah, this baby was... This baby's a good baby. Did you... Um. Anyway, but yeah. I feel so like I the people you. who are most equipped to deal with a baby who has special needs mm-hmm. don't get those babies. You're correct. So you're saying that if you have special needs, chances are you're just going to have a special needs kid? No. I, I'm pretty sure that if I had a baby, it would be anxious self-deprecating to a point that was no longer charming. It would have hair that was unruly, just like no, mine. No, It would be just like me. It would be this, like, perfect person that made you realize that your flaw, your, quote, flaws, that your perceived flaws, you see them in someone else who's so wonderful that they, that you understand they're not flaws anymore. They're just my endearing mutations. Right. That's- and the reason is because that you have, the, the person who you birthed into this world has them too and they wouldn't be yours without those things that's really sweet that's a sweet way of looking at it fuck i gotta say dude this fucking election yeah and this whole outcome has made me kind of want a kid like more than anything ever really even though it everything looks like it's gonna turn into fiery doom well i look at all my friends on instagram and my friends who have babies and i'm like god how great would it be to like have a thing to live for. <laughs> oh my God. How great would it be to like, be like, I can't wallow in my shit because I have this like perfect little person who like doesn't know and needs me. Right. And I have a thing to be like, well, maybe you're the next person to fucking like a purpose. Fix this. Yes. You can, you can, you can pop off a shorty and then you have a purpose. This has made me want a kid more than anything ever has. That's I'm not saying I want a kid. I would think it would be the opposite, like, oh, no, the ship's going down. But but no, but it's that thing of like the ship's going down. But like, I don't want you motherfuckers to have the fucking right. future. That's a good point. Well, Stephen Hawking thinks that humans have another thousand years. Bullshit. And then we're boing, boing. I'm bye. calling Stephen Hawking's out on his bullshit. He no, he's you know what? He was probably just drunk and just a thousand years sounds like a long time of yeah, this shit. It's not that long, though. It's not that long. We got what do we have? Years. Another 50 years. Oh, yeah, we've got like 50 years left. Mm-hmm. We've got 50 years. So exhausting. What do you love? Tell oh. me Tell me one thing you love. Uh, as, we, <laughs> as we 
Just sit here and go. Actually, I will tell you that this election has made me be like, time to get the dog. Oh, yeah. Everyone is talking about how like Live people who have animals are faring through this so much better than people who don't. I agree. I agree. Everyone, How's the apartment hunting going? Horrible. I was on Redfin and Craigslist until three in the morning last night. This is what happens when you ask for a decaf coffee and then you're pretty sure that they didn't get you one. And then you're like, oh, no. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. I was sweating profusely oh yesterday. God. and I, it Where? Was, call them out. It Don't was call them out. Bon vivant. I got into a convo with a very nice barista who just moved from like Nebraska. And he forgot. And I realized like driving away with it. I was like, oh, God. Oh, someone I'm gave me LSD. Shaking. It was pretty much just like Marty on a drug trip. Anyway, but I was up until three in the morning looking at house prices and apartment prices last night. And then I was like, do you can't buy a house right before the world economy could collapse? Or is it, do I wait? Or is now the best time to buy a house? No. Why do you want to buy a house? I just, because rents are so crazy. I don't want to spend that in rent. But that's boring. Anyway. No, I was talking to my therapist today about how I don't give a shit about buying a house. And so I don't. And so nothing matters. That's like, I don't so need to liberating. try. That's so liberating. I Why just, do you need to buy a house? I don't know. I want to have a dog. Literally, that's honestly, I was thinking I could buy a plot of land. There are, it's weird, but there are many other options to that scenario. I have to buy the yacht. And then once I buy the yacht, I adopt a pet eagle. It's only going about this the hard way. Okay, tell me what. Tell me one thing you love. I love walking through the door of my apartment the the day my house has been cleaned. Oh, is that a good feeling? Getting a fucking house cleaner, life changing. Is it like picking a wedgie? Oh my god! Like no, it's like picking the grossest booger. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like disposing of it properly. And like everything <sighs> looks nice. Did you? Did this happen today? Yesterday. Oh my god, it does look nice in here. I have my feet on your couch. I don't give a fuck. You're oh like kind of laying on vomit that that blanket wow. is covering. Oh, I mean it's not vomit. It's just like a vomit stain. Was it yours? No, it was Elvis's. What was he? Was don't, he drunk? Don't. Life is Jello shots. These are Jello shots. Elvis was taking Jello shots. He's like fucking Cuervo. <laughs> it's fucking Cuervo. Life is so stupid. Uh, when what was you the love? last time you took a Cuervo shot? Never. Okay, good. That's the right answer. But I heard recently that you like fucking... What's that? Booze? What booze? The, like, uh, gross booze. Fireball? Yes. Thank you. Fireballs. Yeah, Yeah, I'll get... I'll fuck with Fireball. I think it tastes so good. Allie, you're a fucking sorority girl. I just... It's like... I like to sip it next to a campfire. I like it. It hurts me on the inside. Ooh. It's clean. Cleans you out. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, that, um, cinnamon mouthwash you had as a kid. It's like being able to drink it. What do you love? Okay. Um, a thing that I love so much, I can't handle it. Um, other than my friend's babies. You know what? Right now, I like wearing denim on denim. I can tell. I'm doing it right now. And I got dressed today and I was like, should I do this? And I was like, yes. Because nothing matters. I've stopped wearing... I haven't worn... This is the first day I've worn makeup since the elect... Like, pretty much since... Are the, you serious? Not completely. I wore it, like, Saturday night. Right. But I just... I can't for you. Yeah. You know? And I don't... I'm not wearing a bra. Because why the fuck should I bother? Is this because feminism or because apathy? Both. Yes. Feministic apathy. Good job. The other job. thing I love, actually, along these lines is Tess Rafferty. Did you yes. see her fucking? She is a writer, monologue, She's an author, comic. She did this monologue for called, whom? Uh, about the election. Okay, it's called Aftermath November 2016. It's on Vimeo. I'm sure it's on YouTube too. But like, it is so powerful. Ooh, and I so watch fucked it. up. And I emailed to my dad, and I was like, "Hey, this fight we got the other day. Yeah, the, please." Please understand why here, like, please watch this as your daughter. I'm not trying to fucking argue with you. Like, and? just watch this. What do you say? Uh, he watch it? Yeah, but he then told me that he was worried about me and then I have clinical depression. And am I okay? And, oh, yeah. Why does he say, does he, does he, I mean, how do we know if it's situational or clinical? We discussed That's this a, a great question. Bit. You know what I mean? And that's what I thought too. Right. It was clinical. 
How do you know? Because I started taking my old meds again that I had stopped taking like two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Oh, wait, did you just cold turkey stop taking some? No, my okay. therapist was like, try this other try thing, thing and then you can get off of it and then oh. do this thing. And I was like, I'm going to die. But it's like, yeah. but it's situational. And I was like, no, but you're hopeless and you want it. Like, you think nothing matters. Oh, so then you went back to the old ones and you're like, mm, no. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I can beat the shit out of people. I'm going to kick everyone in the dick and pepper spray everyone. <laughs> Like then I have a you know I have like motivation. Is that your that's on your to do list? Is kick up yeah all people and all of their dicks. That's how I know if I'm depressed or not. Like, are are you sad and want to stay at home all day, or do you want to get out of the world and kick everyone in the dick? Like that's how you know <laughs> if you're okay or not. Like it's not like I'm happy and there are flowers. No, do you want to kick everyone in the dick? <laughs> then you're in a fucking good place. That's your that's your binary metric. Right. <laughs> yeah. Is how destructive mm-hmm. are you? That's my Fahrenheit or Celsius. Right. That makes sense. What's that's yours? good. How do I know if I'm I think I know if I'm doing okay based on whether or not I want to clean my shower. <laughs> and I get it. You know what I mean? Explain it. I get it. Like soap scum, it's a real thing. It's a threat. It happens. And there are periods of my life when I'm like, that shit starts to build up. I'm in there. I'm in there with a rag. I'm in there with a, a squeegee. I got You're this. You're inhaling those fumes. Whatever. It's, it's, getting we're high. all going to die. Yeah. I'm getting high off of the pine saw. Yeah. I'm in there. I'm scrubbing it. It looks good. I've got my shit taken care of. And then there are days, months, periods go by where I'm like, what the fuck does it matter? I'm not touching these walls. And then the other day, I'm like, I think I'm starting to come out of it because I cleaned half of my shower. And then I was like, I'll get the rest of this later. That's an explanation. Yeah. <laughs> Can I offer a solution? Get a maid. Once a month. Yeah. Get, get a cleaning woman. But when you are to a point of apathy where you're like, that means I got to call someone. Mm-hmm. I got to ask what their rate is. I got to maybe barter with them in the rate. And then I got to ask my friends, do I tip them? Or if they work for themselves, do I not tip I them? I got a girl. You're good. I got to give them my key somehow. Yeah. They got to, do I clean the vacuum out before they get there? Do they clean the vacuum out when they get These are great questions. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, but you, but none of those things matter. But they all matter. All you actually matter. need to do is call Just her. Just call them. everything else will be taken care of. She knows where I live already? You text her your address. Oh, you say, I'll text. be home at 8 a.m. You get here at 8 a.m. Text me when you're done. Okay. Fuck, she's going to take trash down anyway. She might as well fucking empty your goddamn fucking vacuum cleaner. Okay. It's fine. She's not going to judge you on it. What if she's depressed? What then you're she- giving her... <laughs> then she has a job and shit to do. And you're giving her money to, like, pay for shit. Here's what happens. I call her. It's her job. I call her. I get home. She's sitting on the floor. I say, hey, did you clean the shower? And she's like, no. And I'd be like, I get it. (laughs) What if that happens? Are you cleaning your own house? Are you hiring yourself to clean your house? I am hiring myself to clean my house and I'm doing a horrible job. You know me, though. I'm a pretty tidy person. Tidy and 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 but that's not the same thing. But do I have the will in my soul to clean the top of my ceiling fans right now? No. Fuck no. No. Hell no. No. Then do you know what's going on in Aleppo right now? I'm not cleaning any ceiling fans. I have a question. Yes. Okay. These phone calls everyone's making to the government to be like, turn this around, turn that around. They can you not? Do they work? I don't know. Do they not work? Do they? I, I want to know because everyone's like, I'm doing a thing. And it's right. like. Fucking seriously? I think let's make it into a game. Let's call you call them, you beatbox. <laughs> and the thing is you just get better at beatboxing as you go along. So if nothing else, you're just like, you know what? I was afraid to beatbox. I did it fourteen times today. I called a place today and I was like, Can you just tell me what to do, please? I Who'd know you call? I called um I called the like there's like a you know there's some like legally, you know, we need to recount the votes in these three states. And I was like, you know what? I got a hot minute. I'm going to call. And I called uh-huh. and left a voicemail because I know like some poor fucking intern's going to listen. And I was like, hi, I don't know if this is even true. If this is a thing. I would love to have the votes recounted. But hey, you did it. But please, if if that's not true, please call me and let me know like secretly if you know anything I can do. Here's like- my phone number debunk this flim flam yeah but also like if you can let me know what to do because like i just don't like paul ryan's like can you stop calling me like you know yeah of course paul ryan is i don't know if it's paul ryan's like you're blowing my shit up i don't want this is it gonna do anything i think it 
at least is, you know what? It's a, it's a, it's a very gentle kick in the dick. It's a telephonic kick in the dick. Mm-hmm. So, telephonic kick in the dick. That's the name of this episode. <laughs> Stephen, can you please write this down? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, so getting back to loves. Mm. Denim on denim. Tess Rafferty, Aftermath, November 2016. It's on Vimeo. Like, this shit is powerful. Yeah. Like, she... Good for her. She kicked some fucking ass. She was like, I'm done being polite and considering... Right. ...your side. Okay. Because here's what it brought us. Oh, I, I got goosebumps. Oh, she's... Waiting it's amazing. To hear that. It's amazing. I'm so excited. I thought of another thing I loved. Tell me. I can't remember. <laughs> Wait, hold on. It was uh, related... Kobaloba? It just flew away like a butterfly. I bet it was a beautiful one, though. <laughs> I bet. Um, oh, was it about butterflies? No, but it's about foot massages. Ooh, what about them? Have you ever gone to foot massage? Yeah. Like, you go to a spa and you're like, I'm here for the foot massage. I've been to, like, yeah, Korean, like, foot massage spas. How was it? Great. Right? Did they do any other part of your body or yeah, just they do the your feet? back? Right. I didn't know this was a thing. I went and got a $25 foot massage. I traded myself. Where? I was like... I went to a place in Glendale on Los Feliz, classic family spa. Mm. If they raise their prices, I come after all of you and kill you all mm. with my hands because $25 is a bargain. Here's the thing. When you go in and, some, and they're like, who referred you? Say Allie Ward. So she gets a bunch of free ones. I want to, I want them to put a crown on my head when I walk in <laughs> next time. $25. They're open till nine. Yeah. Where? Do, I, I gotta go. It's on Los Feliz. Like all the way into Glendale. They do your feet, right? They soak your feet yeah. in like a... And like a bucket with like a trash liner on the yes, outside. Yes, thank God. They know what's up. They're not there to spread fungus. No, no, no. They no. want you to be happy. No, 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 And they put a towel over your head. Am they I put wrong? a towel over your head? I went to one over by uh, the UCB Sunset here. There's like one over there too. My God. Oh, they- shit. Vince Averill's oh, coming home. Oh, shit. I forgot to text him when we were starting. Hi, Hi Vince. We're in your home. He's got a John Cena shirt on. Vince, did you learn anything this week? Jack shit. Jack shit. Vince learned Jack and shit. All right. He's well, going for the cookies. There we go. Um, it's this feels. This is the most Friday Tuesday in the world. <laughs> Can I tell you a story? Yes. Remember um, last weekend, Vince and I went to a gala. Gala. Yes. Gala. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce Someone that corrected word. me. It was like gala. And I'm like, but you know what a fucking gala is too. Like, calm down. Yeah, stop calm it. Calm down uh, with your gala bullshit. Uh, but it. So they had a puppy up for the silent auction. The silent, the silent auction, they had a puppy for like the loud, what's the loud auction? What's the opposite of a silent auction? It's the um, obnoxious auction. <laughs> obnoxion. There was like a, a puppy from a fucking shelter that they were like auctioning off. It was like adorable Shih Tzu like mix. It was like so fucking cute. Right. And so, I saw it. It looked like the tiniest Chewbacca you've ever oh seen. Oh my God, it was so cute. And so, so we're at the dinner and they're doing the like loud auction and like they're like here's the puppy who wants the puppy and already Vince is like they should not be fucking doing this passing this puppy around is terrible right so so there's like it goes for this it goes for that some woman's like I'll pay this yeah and then no one else said anything and she got the puppy and Vince was like that woman should not have gotten the puppy and it turns out she was just trying to drive the price up oh what a bitch so she turned the puppy back over what she gave one I wonder if I should be talking about this. I think that maybe you could just get the puppy. We, get the we, puppy? They, were, they offered it to us. And? Hi, I'm right here. I'm right here. You want the puppy? Sure. I'll Move say it's out of here. You, it's going to take you at least 30 days. I know. I'll say it's a service animal. Look you at how sad a, I am. There's a million other puppies. I can't even clean my shower. <laughs> I'm this, I think, well, okay, I'll clean my maybe shower. Maybe you need a puppy to to get you out of your fucking place. I think that would help. I do need... Nah, that's not true. You mean, that's like having a, a child to save the marriage. Yeah. You really, don't want to... You, you know, wanna, if you really wanted this thing, you would just do it. Right. You don't want a puppy to play upon. But no. you told me about this puppy. You sent me a picture from the red carpet of your gala. Baby angel. Yes. Oh, so fuzzy. You sent me a picture. And then I went on to... <laughs> I, I think you would put a hashtag. The something. website? I looked on the website of the charity to see if there was more information about this puppy. And then I looked on the hashtag of the name of the gala to see if anyone else had pictures of the puppy. And? Because I was that thirsty for oh, pictures of puppies. Honey. Do you know what I won? 
Silent, what? Like, you should know. This is a like of me. Okay. Silent auctions. Like, stop it. I'm obsessed. It's good shit, isn't it? Dude. You, you bid like $75 and you get a car. Yeah. Like, nobody else does. So I'm like, silent auctions out. Last year at this thing, I won a fucking two-night stay at the fucking Magic Castle with, like, entry. Like, it was legit. So this year, I was like, I'm doing this. And as a joke, I bid on... Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I won a cool thing. I won a couple of things. Okay. Like, a LA Symphony, like, Yay! tickets or whatever the fuck. And, like, some tickets in, like, Ohio or whatever the shit. For, like... Like a good price, but I also wanted to give them money. It's like, I'm donating, right, but I'm right. getting a prize for donating. I want to go whatever the shit in Ohio. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Um, but I also <laughs> I also bet on a Guy Fieri package. Mm. I don't know what happened. There was free wine. Oh, Georgia. Well, I thought it was like... <laughs> you won this, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, I th- well, here's what I thought. It's not as cool. I thought it was like, uh, he comes and cooks at your house Mm-mm. with like six of your friends. And I was like, how funny would it be if it was just me and Allie? Oh, my God. We're, we're waiting for you. Yeah. Remember that time we spilled a cocktail all over you at yep. the that, Philadelphia Fancy Food Festival? I think that was four years today or five years today? Today? Not today. Uh, like, let me last week. Because it was right before Thanksgiving. We spilled. Should we tell everyone? Do they know this story? We've talked. Yeah. Tell them. Well, Allie got uh, Allie and I were at a fancy food festival. Tell them. Let me tell them. Okay. Go, no, no, go ahead. You do. You go. What's the What's the thing you remember most of this? We, okay. We met Guy Fieri. He was backstage. We were backstage. We were doing this food fest. He was headlining two thousand seat theater. We were doing like tiny drink demos for like seven stragglers in elastic waist pants. And he asked us, "Will you come make a cocktail on the and grand stage?" And he was stage? very cool. I mean, he was he was nice to us. He was wearing a lot of pewter jewelry, yeah. but that didn't mean his character suffered. No, he was very nice to us. Kind. For, if we can go ahead and Take give him a hot minute, he was sure. very nice to us, and he said, "Come on stage and meet my fans." Yeah, he which said, was so nice. Hey, come on and do my come on my stage. Yeah, come on up and like make me a cocktail. And we're like, we're gonna make him our. Uh, it was around this time. You're right. We were gonna make him our um, shoot a wild turkey cocktail, which that, had. Oh. Uh, wild turkey, clearly, which we don't endorse because they're not paying us. Right. A whiskey. A whiskey. Yes. Uh, p- pureed yams. Yes. Maple syrup. And then it was topped with, um, a, with brulee marshmallows. Hey, yeah. man, we were cocktail connoisseurs at this point in our lives. America was ready for this. <laughs> there was also butterscotch schnapps in it. Shit, dude. Yeah. I forgot about that part. It was so it was liquid, liquid insulin surging. <laughs> so what so happened bad. then next? You tell me. Well, um, I wanted to be very prepared. I didn't want to go up there and fumble. <laughs> so I said, Georgia, we're going to put all of this in the shaker. That way, when we roll up, we just get up there. We do a little shaky shake. We pour it for the people of Ohio. Boom. America we have our own up. show. Yep. Yep. Empire. We're Empire. Be, we're going to be selling knives at charities in no time. Boom. Guy Fieri, executive produces our new show on Food Network, and we are mm-hmm. set. I cut my hair dye a blonde. Hey. So, yeah. We do that. He's like on stage doing a thing. A couple minutes pass by. Finally, we hear, let's have Ellie and Georgia on. Which, by the way, we're new friends. My new friends. You're going to love these girls. Which I always think of Beetlejuice. Michael Keaton's Beetlejuice voice whenever I hear his. We go up there. I have taken a blowtorch. Like a blowtorch. Because we we torched the marshmallows on top. They were brulee. Right. Like we did it with a blowtorch. It was like all fancy and shit. Like we have a, we have a web video. It's not like, yeah. We just did it. Like this is, this is how we make this cocktail. Mm hmm. I affix the blowtorch to my thigh. Allie was like, because we had like adorable vintage dresses on too. I'm like, yeah. we can curse and we're sailors and we have vintage dresses with blowtorches. It's affixed. And uh, affixed to my thigh. Lightly affixed. Lightly with a rubber band. Anyway, we go on stage. We go to shake the cocktail. And I look over in slow motion and everything is very cold. And Georgia's face is a frozen open mouth. But a smile open. An open mouth agape smile. Everything is cold and orange. (laughs) And... (laughs) 
and I had shake. I had given it a swift shake, and when you ferment starches like yams with alcoholic whiskey, <laughs> a thing happens and gases build. And then when you shake the canister, they explode like all over Guy Fieri, like Fieri. a fire hose. Fieri. Fire hose, like. Like the worst elephant diarrhea you can imagine happened to, and it was all, it was soaking my hair. It was in my shoes. Oh, no, it, was it was all amazing. over my dress. I, and I don't give a shit about Zick and I don't think anything is real. So when I saw it, I was oh, like, God. this is fucking hilarious because oh, this God. isn't really happening. And like, oh, like this is, it's, it was almost stupid how like, how oh, really time, <laughs> like timeline. Come on. You it couldn't was, think of something better than this. <sighs> It was like the worst Sandra Bullock movie you can imagine. It was totally. And then Robert Irvine, who's another food personality, who's another fucking angel, came out and mopped like, me up. He dabbed you down and like and then, walked you off stage. But not before the blowtorch that was affixed to my leg with a rubber band right. fell. And Silence. Audience was silent. They thought we were terrorists. <laughs> it rolled toward the audience and all of Ohio was just like... The fuck? And then years later, <laughs> they all voted for Trump. So go fuck yourself, hey, everyone in that audience. Ohio, why don't you go kick yourselves in the dick? Ohio, why don't you go fucking pepper spray yourself? <laughs> no, that's not true. Ohio, you guys seem like cool people. There are I'm some sorry. great people. If you are in Ohio and you're a good one, we love you. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. If you're anywhere and you're a good one, like it's, I feel you. I feel you. And I want you to move to L.A. immediately. I what? just want to say. Yeah, go ahead. Anyone who's like, should I move out of my little town? Yes! Yeah. Sorry, go on. Yeah. That's That was the summation of my point. Even if you move back there in two years yeah. and you live there and raise a family and that's where you mm-hmm. live, mm-hmm. fine. But you need to get the fuck out for a hot minute. Get yourself to a coast. What is different in life? Get to a major port city. Get to, even if it's not a port city, like, get to a major city. Ride a subway. Ride a sub, like, regularly. Yes. Don't, like, oh, I'm scared. Like, ride a subway. Commute. Like, have a fucking commute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shop at a co-op. You'll meet some friends. Learn yeah. how to cook quinoa. And then go back to like, your little meet town. meet your fucking weird neighbors. Yes. Who end up being, like, your best friends in life. One thing about neighbors, they're always cooking something. They're always... Yes. I walked up these stairs and I was like, what's who's cooking no, something? No, this fucking neighbor is cooking some crazy like chicken stew or something. Yeah, it smells, smells good. so good. Yeah, I know. I almost knocked on that door and was Where like... Where are we? We're in fucking Armenia right now. The yeah, best people. Great. Do you hate anything? Oh. I got a hate. Okay. I, ha- I think I have one. Look at my hair right now. This is my hate. It's cute. No. What's the color situation this going on? This is my hate. Who did that to you? Me... It's burgundy. I did this to myself. Did you try to change it up a little? Accidentally. You, you, I know you hoard boxes of your color that you use. I know. Did you run out? Yeah, I tried a new one. A more expensive one. Oh, fuck you. And I put it on Not myself. You, but like, fuck yeah. that. Fuck. Fuck. Fuck trying new things. Trying new things. Fuck getting out of your routines. Stay in your small town. <laughs> Don't you leave your small town. Fuck brown. I can't do it anymore because my roots grow in gray. So at least with the dying in orange, it blends better. Listen, here's what happened. I'm sorry. I did it. I dyed I mean, it. You're gorgeous. You look amazing you're no matter what. Nice. That, but I know you and I know. Oh my God. Ellie's just took her hair down. That's some fucking Daria and Jane shit right there going on. I oh, dyed. Ellie, that's some fucking. You're an MTV VJ right now from I the 90s. I know. And your hair is beautiful. It's burgundy. It's burgundy. What do I do? <laughs> I don't know. It's so burgundy. Okay, here's what happened. I tried a new thing. Don't do that ever again. Don't do it. And I like it ruined the middle of my day where I plan on getting things done. But I was like, oh, I have to do this before I leave town. Yeah. Da, da, da. So that's one thing I hate. Sometimes, <laughs> you know what? Most of the time it goes well. And then every once in a while. I look. I don't at me. mean. To, I'm not trying to make fun. Of I you. look like I look like maroon seaweed right now. <laughs> I look like a maroon mermaid. No, it's fine. I, I look you, like a how do you fix that? You just wash it, which is like ugh. You have to shower, exhausting, and then you like fuck your shower up even more. How oh my you god! Not shower when you get your fucking house cleaned. Oh, I don't know because I've only got my house cleaned once in my no, life. Never. But 
I, when I went to rinse his hair color out, it was like, you know, the scene from Pulp Fiction where they shoot the kid in the face. Mm-hmm. That's what my shower looked like. It looked like gore. It looked like brains <laughs> everywhere. Oh, no. And I was like, there's no, I don't have my phone on me because I'm in the shower. So I can't take a picture of this. And there's no one I could be like, look at so how much this looks sad. like guts. If you can't take a picture of it and like share it with people, then it's just I sad. I know. It's like, in do my you memory. want it to be like funny, sad or sad, sad? I'm sharing it with our slumber sexuals <laughs> who are listening. <laughs> Um, a thing I hate is that, oh, well, this just like passed through my head today. That's okay. You can pass it's through so any dumb. part and of your like, body. such a cunty little bitchy thing, but like, I hate curated vintage shops. Okay. That's very specific. I know, but like, you mean curated, like, like you got that for $4 at a garage sale and now it's $45 because you put it under a glass $95. case. $95. Yeah. It, it's like... I've, I know what that's fucking worth. There's nothing wrong with not liking that. Like, and that's also bullshit when it's like, here's a row of gorgeous dresses. Pick one. It's not like, oh my God, I found this gorgeous dress. Right. Out of a bunch of fucking like Mormon lady 80s dress <laughs> is of like maternity wear. And mm-hmm. here's a fucking 1950s vintage dress that like well, a woman went to in a key party Oh, you God. know, and now she's, you know, like, I just, there's just I a hate little, that. I, 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 and I don't hate it. I just miss it. I miss, I miss the late nineties, early two thousands when you could go, to, like, there's a couple in LA that you can go to these vintage shops and fucking search and search and search. And then you find this vintage piece and you're like, oh, I'm lucky. You like the hunt. You like the hunt. I love Helen Hunt. You love Helen Hunt. Yeah. There's something about Helen Hunt. Wait, what's that movie she was in with Jack Nicholson? Oh, God, that was so bad. As good as it gets. Yeah. Fuck that movie. Don't tell me that there's some craggly old man with jowls. And, and you're this gonna, beautiful waitress. You're going you're gonna to fix him and make him a better yeah. person. Make him a Fuck better that. person. You but know what? Work on yourself. Go work on yourself. Jack Nicholson, be a better person for you humanity. You don't need a fucking man to, to fix your fucking life. Right. Fix it. You're goddamn self but i feel you i think you like the hunt some people like to go hunting some people like to go to the butcher shop and there's i you are so much better at shopping than i am but i also don't like walking into a vintage place and being like you definitely bought this at aussie dots yeah and then you resold it up the street then you walked across the street times as much get back yourself if it still smells like bo and there's still maybe (laughs) a little bit of like jello or like spermicidal jelly from the key party on that just think of people that wore diaphragms before they went to an orgy that was a thing that happened can you put them in beforehand i think so like how do i've never have you ever put a diaphragm no because i live in this century no you know what i learned recently what i I learned a really valuable thing from my therapist okay which was that my whole narrative of my life was that my mom was too tired to put her diaphragm in the night that i was conceived I was just too tired. And then I, then I had, uh, my present. Oh my like God. my pre, you were, a, you weren't a mistake. You were a present. Oh my God. And my whole life, I've been living my life as in like, I wasn't supposed to exist. Right. And even though she put it in a happy spin, it, like it was still telling me that you're a mistake. I was a mistake. Right. You were a failure of birth control. Yeah. But and I wasn't supposed one. to exist. And so I've been living my life thinking that I don't deserve anything and I'm going to die soon of like a plane accident or a car accident or all these fucking horrible things. And my therapist has helped me realize like that doesn't define my narrative. Fuck no, it doesn't. From birth. That's worse than being Catholic and being born with original sin. Because at least you can get that squashed off on a baptismal font. But that, I, why do you think your mom told you that? I don't know. She didn't need to. I don't think she did it in a fucking negative way. You know, I think she was trying to tell me how much, how happy she is that I'm there. But, right. But it's still like an understanding. It makes it makes you come into the life being like a burden that has to prove your worth. Yeah, like I, I wasn't supposed to be here, right? Ever. So me going away isn't a big deal. No, that's so sad. I don't I don't what like a, that. do you have one to end on? That's so sad. You mean a hate? 
No, like a, hate? like a realization. I have no idea what my, I don't know anything about my birth. I don't know anything about my conception. No, but I just mean like a realization of like, like you've been going to therapy recently, right? right. So like a thing that's like, oh, oh fuck. Oh, that's like why I do that thing. Well, I will say that as someone with a early November birthday, I definitely, someone got knocked up on Valentine's Day. So that oh, is a realization. Shit. Like when your Facebook feed rolls around and you have suddenly a lot of friends with birthdays <gasps> in November, just know your mom was too lazy to give a beach. She's like, just, <laughs> just stick it in. Let's stick it in. And it's like the one time we fucked in the past two years. Maybe. Like I'm raising two other children. Yeah. Okay. F- okay. Yeah. You so, took me to our fucking, you took me to Marie Calendar's. Yeah. I was going to say Lowry Steakhouse, but Marie Calendar's was probably it's more like more it. likely. You got me pot roast. Someone drank a mint grasshopper. Yeah. What did they drink? You got then? me a fucking gallows wine mini yes. bottle. Whitman sampler. Oh, no. Yeah, yo. And like some shitty gas station roses. Oh, that's kind of sweet, though, because it's like, oh, it yeah, is, poor. man. That's cute. But like, you know, that's like romantic. Because, okay. you know, gas station roses are cute. Um, a realization from therapy lately that's good. Um, well, I think that the anti-anxiety, antidepressant that I'm on is starting to work because I feel less anxious. So that's like good. That's great. Um, although, did I tell you, did I tell you this? That I told you this, but I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast where I've been like, I started off with low dose and then went a little bit higher. And I, <laughs> call, I called my the psychiatrist to be like, check in. Mm-hmm. And we kept trading phone calls back and forth. Finally got on each other on the line. And I was like, yeah, so I don't know. I'm like, my anxiety is a little bit less. So I'm just kind of like, ugh. But I don't know if it's because of like the political climate or what. And he just said, well, you know, up in your dosage won't change who's president. <laughs> I was oh. like, oh, God, you must be so busy these days. He must be so depressed. Ment- ugh, mental health. Uh, thank you for anyone who's in the mental health field. I know that you guys are very busy right now. Totally. Um, but what are some things, what is something that is, I feel like I did have one of these realizations. Hold on, stop the tape for a minute because a good one's going to come to me. <laughs> Actually, I have a file that I keep under my notes in my phone called therapy and I write down my therapy realizations in it. I swear. <clears throat> Let's see. Um, I have one too. Let's see what Let's I wrote down Let's end on last. a... Um... Let's send on a, a therapy note, like something that they've told you that like has helped you. Um, here's something that just caught my eye from one of my notes from therapy. Everyone is an asshole at some point looking for that asshole action to prove you don't deserve to be loved or faithful doesn't help things. You are also an asshole sometimes. <laughs> I like your therapist. So having a... Like looking for someone to fail you because you think everyone is going to fail you is not. Yeah. Everyone does things that they don't mean to be assholes, totally. but you can take it as them being an asshole if you're looking for it. Um, oh, you know what? I, did I, I don't know if I talked about this. I can't, I remember what we've talked about in real life or whatnot, but, um, I told my therapist that I would try and take note of every time I, do something or say something, not because I want to, but because I think that's what the other person wants. Oh, right. Yeah. So I've been trying to do and that a little bit more. I I was good at it for like two days and I need to get back to it. Two days is a long time. I mean, I... What did you notice in those two days? Oh my God, everything. Literally everything. Like my face when I'm in a conversation that is boring me... Can't is, even... Like, I'm trying so hard to look engaged that I think I look like I'm on cocaine. Like, I'm trying. I went to this thing this weekend, though, that was like a science camp. And I was in one conversation and I was so bored. And like, some, some guy was talking to me about, like, I don't even know, like, the science of patent law. I can't even remember it. <laughs> And I was doing the thing oh, where... it's like a double dose. I was like, my eyebrows were all the way raised and I was nodding enthusiastically because I was like, I don't want him to see that I'm very bored. And then I was like, what if I just didn't do that? Yeah. And then I just listened to the rest of the conversation with the dead face that I felt in my heart. And totally. It was so liberating. It's so great to just be like, oh, I don't need to give a fuck anymore. But I was like... Me nodding enthusiastically probably does the opposite of what I was like. I can just have mm-hmm. a real reaction to this. It was nice. Like, you need to try harder. Not me, dude. My my thing of a therapy is um that there's this, there's just like 
trifecta. There's this like circular thing and one leads to the next. And this helped when I was in Chicago over the weekend with my mom, mm-hmm. who I was trying really hard to not talk about politics with. Oof. Um, and so here's the number one thing is that she does or says a thing mm-hmm. and that leads to me having feelings about it. And that one leads to me reacting to it and then that leads back to her saying or doing a thing right so like out of those three things i can change one of them Ooh. it's either how i react to it or how i feel about it right and that's the only thing i can do so pick one. Oh, did you start do you find yourself changing your reaction or you're feeling more like but depending on the depending on what's needed you pick one how I understand how you can change your reaction. How do you change your feeling, though? Is just put a different spin on it. Like maybe she didn't mean it that way. Yeah, or, or, or may, you, you know, know what I, mean? uh, I I feel this way about it. But what is gonna what is it gonna accomplish if I react by fucking telling her to fuck off? Right. You know what I mean? Like, what could I do instead? Right. Because well, whatever I do that's reactionary is gonna lead her into doing it again. She and it works. She'll do it again. Like, it's going to lead to the circular thing that keeps happening of like, yeah, but this, yeah, but that, right, you, you know right. what I mean? Like, you can just she's going to get quick. defensive and then we're going to argue and, oh, God, fucking therapy. Everyone go to psychology today. They on online, they have therapists near you, mm-hmm. a whole list of them. I've met some of the most amazing therapists of my life from and psychology you can, today. You can go to one session or two sessions. Yeah. And just be like, I'm just testing this out. It helps so much. I interviewed three therapists. In person and like four on the yeah. phone before I before I hooked up with my boy Ray. <laughs> it was you'll have life changing therapists in your life, but they are few and far between. But they are so worthwhile. It's yeah, important. It's um, some people just. It's the same way. If you met fifteen people, there's like two of them you would connect with, right? As friends. I know. Same thing with therapists. But you do have to pay them on that freebie. You do. I mean, they don't give you a freebie right. to be like, test me out. No. They're not. It's like going to a hairdresser. Yeah. It's like, they're still going to charge like, you. You're going to have to pay for the caviar you ate at the party where you met them all. Right. But Caviar? When was the last time you had caviar? I'm hungry. What's your midnight snack? <gasps> oh, um... Have you... What have you been jamming on lately? Oh, my God. You know, one other thing I learned really quick, speaking of jam, that it's while you me. think of that, that apparently the votes in California, there's still two more... Two million more votes in California to be counted because so many people did mail in. And what's holding up a lot of them is that people filled out their ballots over breakfast and there's jam and coffee on a it's lot of them. I don't believe it. Snopes? No. And if there's, if there's jam on the ballot, it gums up the machine. So they have to look no. at each one no. for coffee and jam stains and then put that on a duplicate okay. ballot. We are so fucked. I know. Um, let's end on a thing we love wait but what about you do you have a midnight snack that you like scrambled eggs and I actually have black truffle caviar right now really it's not caviar but it's like black truffles treated like caviar oh my god that sounds really good it's gorgeous I'm gonna put it out there I put ketchup on my eggs I don't give a fuck about it I I know you hate that no I put ketchup aside my eggs oh but you think if you put it on the eggs I just don't like smelling warm ketchup well, yeah, that's, that is pretty gross. That's all. Someone commented on the Slumber Party Facebook group about how on My Favorite Murder, you said people who put ketchup on their eggs are murderers. And I was like, I love ketchup on eggs. I actually don't remember that. I don't remember half the shit <laughs> that I say on My Favorite Murder funny. that becomes a meme. I'm like, who the fuck said that? I was like, I love ketchup on eggs. Usually it's me. But not on the eggs. If you put not ketchup on, the, on the french fries, you're wasting your flavor. Yes. Same thing with french fries. Like, I just don't like the smell of warm ketchup. You got a dippy dip in it. You dip, need a ketchup you reservoir. Shit and ketchup. Ketchup, dude. Get the reservoir. Don't fucking cover that shit. No, no, don't warm that shit up. I mean, go ahead and do your thing, but I don't want to smell it. Mimi is giving you a. She's palpating your guts right now. Sweet as she's making a. It's called. It's called making making biscuits biscuits on my belly. She's. She looks like she's feeling for like if like for tumors. I know. She looks like she's giving you a a breast self exam, but in your gut area. Sweet baby. All right. Uh, Why can't they teach cats to give breast exams? (laughs) I mean, wow. Imagine, because they do that anyway. Women have cats, and they're like, wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Which one means which though? I think wow means. Sweet tits, mama. But then the second one is like, what, whoa. Mimi girl. God, they got to train cats to do that. Oh, get on that, science. <laughs> um, I ta- I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with taking one piece of bread. 
I put it in the microwave. I have gluten-free bread. Don't... Ugh. My my diet's a disaster right now. It's, it's like worse... It's worse than being on prison food because in prison you can pretty much eat all the garbage. Can I tell you how much food. I want prison food? What do you think? Do you think prison food is good? Well, I like fucking cafeteria food. Do you like Clifton's Cafeteria downtown in Los Angeles? Going for Thanksgiving with my whole family. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Dude. When I picture prison food, I just picture a lot of like a scoop of pinto beans. Great. Right? Which is essentially Chipotle. I was a fucking, I was a lunch lady for like a good year. I bet you were like the hot lunch lady that they were like, damn, she looked at me. No. Yeah. It was a school for troubled kids, so they didn't care. You weren't like Zoe Deschanel and almost famous, like cool older sister, but also probably Yes, probably. I made a lot of friends. But... I fucking was so poor that I just like ordered an extra one for me. Hell yes. And I ate their like uncrustables and like shitty chicken nuggets and like sad fucking hamburgers and shit because I had no money. Yeah, you work at a cafeteria. If you don't get food, why the fuck would you work there? Because, yeah. You know what I mean? But they were the sweetest kids. But yes. Also, that food costs a dime. I know. You know what I mean? I know. It's not expensive. Uncrustables, though, those are a brand name item. Um, but I take a piece of bread, I put it in the microwave, I take it out, I put so much butter on it. <gasps> Real butter? Sometimes. I like the kind of butter that comes in the, um, this weird Irish butter that oh, comes yeah. in a gold wrapper. Vince loves that shit. Yeah, and it tastes faintly like animals. It tastes Ooh, like... like grassy. Yeah, like, you know when you smell a cow on mm. it and you're like, okay. Uh, what's boviney? Boviney. Yes, it tastes boviney. And then a little sprinkle of salt on it. Oh, my God. You know what I'm excited about is that, like, Hanukkah's coming up. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you fucking taken some fucking matzah and spread some of that shit on there and put some salt on it? Damn. Put a little jam on there, too. Lose your mind. Get it on your ballots, boys. Wait, is that our fuck thats, though? No, that's our... I'm drooling right now, so no. I'm, I'm hungry. You know what I ate for lunch? You know what I ate for lunch? Tell me now. In traffic, for lunch, I ate three quarters to completion of a box. To completion. Of orange Tic Tacs. Allie, what the shit? Exactly. I was so hungry. That's why when I got into your door, I fell on the ground, and then you you brought me an entire chicken in a Ziploc. I did. Which I almost wanted to eat with my hands. You're going to after this. <laughs> um, really let's end on one thing we both love. A That's lot. a great idea. One thing we love. I love my love. Number one, I really love your new coffee table. Thank you. It's great. Thank you. <laughs> Where did it come from? Uh, not an ad. Not an ad. Not uh, an ad. Oh, uh, what's the uh, what's the one that's like? What's the one? Oh, overstock.com. Mm. Let's go on. Let's go on. It's dope as hell. It looks mid-century modern. In it, but it's got a cubby for you to shove shit into it. Totally does. I love this podcast. That is my love. Aww. I love that we are no longer have to do this on full uh, screen. We're free. We're free. Let's I only love have that people who are like powerful on as guests so like just Allie and Georgia like just Allie and Georgia I was gonna say like just us <laughs> now I hit my head uh, Mimi I, and Steven are welcome yeah Elvis guest of honor Elvis doesn't I give like, a shit about Dick I love that we're doing this without fake eyelashes I like that I I'm I feel like I am talking about buttholes 3000% more it'll taper off you guys just let me get back let me just get my sea legs you know what I mean pass you know, just let me get back into it. I can just talk. I'm just going to talk about buttholes for the first couple of episodes. And then it's you gonna... talked about buttholes once. Okay. Tom Sibley. That was a real. That was a butthole heavy episode. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Sibley is obsessed with butts. All right. Uh, this was fun. Yeah. It's really nice to be back. It is. Oh, my God. It feels it feels like that the taking. Did Mimi just bite you? Yeah, she she's like, I love you, I love you. Bite, just so you know. Yeah, go on. Just like a bitch. Just, just like girls, right? Just like women. Oh my God, one more thing that I saw today. I was reading this article about how like men who um, are sexist usually have psychological problems, which oh. is like Rob Delaney tweeted it with the comment, no shit, which is like, duh. <laughs> and so I'm reading it and it's like, usually suffer from depression and da 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 And like, this is why they take it out on women. And then I'm reading it. I forget. It was like Washington Post. In the middle of the article, there's a fucking ad for Viagra. Yeah. And I was like, fuck you. 
and the, add the, the fucking mainstream media. It needs everything needs to be fucking overhauled. The mainstream. So Wait, hard. you know who doesn't like the mainstream media as the alt right? You mean the neo Nazis? Yeah, we're not allowed to say alt right anymore. Yeah, I know, but would they talk about the mainstream media? And I think that's, that they that word you keep saying. Yeah, it does not mean what you think it means. What mainstream media? Yeah. Okay. Like, oh, what does it mean? I don't know. I have no idea. All I'm saying is that Viagra ads on an article about how no. men are dicks to women is like, come on, come on, come on, you guys can do they must they why couldn't it be like a pajama gram ad? Here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing I have to say about that. Okay. Can you not? Can they not? Can you not? What if they didn't, though? <laughs> maybe they could not. Then maybe they don't anymore. <sighs> All right, you guys kick everyone in the dick. Pepper spray and then ask questions. Don't, not us, though. What? Don't pepper spray us. Yeah, don't pepper spray us. We come in peace. We're fine. We come in peace, you guys. Also, don't eat orange Tic Tacs for lunch. No. No matter how much you're stuck in traffic. Snacks. Just snack all day. Um, we're we're only in Georgia. Like, slumber party. This is our thing. (laughs) You can go ahead and (laughs) listen to them and do things to them and, like... Right. Do you have a favorite episode people should go back and listen to? Matt Myra has, is a great episode. Is that one of your favorites? Lizzie Cooperman Lizzie is one Cooperman of my favorite episodes. Lizzie Cooperman is a great episodes. episode. We talk about raccoons a lot in that episode. Raccoons, all this. So much raccoons. You guys, happy start of the holiday season. Yeah. Good luck with your fucking Republican shitty family members. And if you're a Republican, I hope that you listen open-mindedly yeah. to someone who differs an opinion from you and they do likewise in a way that is constructive for both people and ellipses wasn't that nice of me i was really trying to be nice of you listen if you're republican and people who voted for trump are two very different things that was my next thought that was my next thought you know what i'm saying sure i can deal with republicans we have different fucking opinions and shit right if you voted for trump yeah seriously as tess rafferty said yeah. You didn't participate in the lynching, mm-hmm. but you bought the rope and then looked the other way. You, that's a good one. Right? Yeah, it's fucked. You know, just be safe out there, you guys. Yeah, be safe. Pepper, just carry your pepper spray. Carry your pepper spray and get a dog. Do it. Bye. 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 Feral Audio.